0: welcome back to tremble the horror movie podcast spoiler alert this is our third recording in one day um so the caffeine better be kicking in soon i'm kidding
1: i hear more so it's okay
0: you know more
1: caffeine
0: you know caffeine is not the enemy it's your friend um but no. <laughs> it's uh yeah no we're talking about joshua uh a movie starring um sam rockwell and i forget the uh, child actor in it but i just jacob remember. kogan that's it yeah uh also vera famiga who uh she's slowly becoming a scream queen you know you've got uh the conjuring franchise and a few other movies that she likes to appear in so uh, but yeah this is a psychological horror film uh brad and abby cairn cairn i don't see yeah you got it yeah sure you got I, it you know i i assume a name like that i'm gonna butcher it but Uh, celebrate the birth of their baby girl with friends and family while their nine-year-old son Joshua begins to feel neglected and terrorizes the family. Terrorizes is the key word here. Joshua is a fucking terrible kid. And if you Mm -hmm. ever are one of those people that are like, I don't ever want to have kids, you just need this movie to reaffirm that because kids are fucking terrible. Um, I, I
1: just say too quickly before we start because i hadn't seen this movie before so i had to uh look it up beforehand just to see what it was about yeah and there's another movie a couple years before this that comes up when you search like just joshua movie mm-hmm. and like this one the description is joshua also known as the devil child and that's how the description starts off but i'm pretty sure the other joshua movie is about a man coming to a small town who turns out to be jesus christ
0: wow. <laughs> Why are we and about i was like
1: movie? Yeah, should I watch that one instead and just pretend that that's the one that I watched? <laughs> that conversation could be interesting.
0: Yeah, um, I couldn't so, find that one anywhere, so I didn't end up watching it. But yeah, well, you know what? You've got a ch- you know child prodigy, you know, in this who uh, is a bit sadistic. I you know I I secretly love a good evil kid film. Uh, whether it is the bad scene, one of the classic ones, mm-hmm. uh, or the ba- the good son with, uh, Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood, that movie's so awful, but I gotta, I, I buy into the cheese every time I watch that movie. There's <laughs> just a really dumb scene in that movie where Macaulay Culkin throws a, a dummy off a bridge and just causes like a 10 car pile up and accident. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure at least everyone in that died. Um, but yeah, so I, I've been actually wanting to talk about Joshua for a while because part of me was just like, man, this movie's just just, it, it's a movie that I think kind of flew under the radar. This came out in 2007 and mm-hmm. it's not yeah. widely talked about as much as it should be, in my opinion. So
2: it was a small release and it was released in that time where, uh, um, Lionsgate had that subdivision called Maple.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so it was, I, I mean, this, I mean, the movie did $720,000 at the box office. Like, yeah. it didn't do anything. Nobody saw this one. Um, and yeah, I mean, Vera wasn't a star yet. Yeah. Sam Rockwell wasn't a star yet. He definitely was an Academy Award winner <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, I mean, the great thing to note about this movie is it was filmed by Benoit fucking Debbie, who is mm-hmm. like, who is like, I, I mean, just a, go through his filmography is to name some of the, 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 some of the coolest movies. I mean, he did enter the void. Uh, he did uh, recently. He did the sisters brothers. He did spring breakers. He did love with Gaspar. No, uh, he did climax, which is one of my favorite movies of last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, lost river. Uh, I mean, this guy has made so many, has lent so many great films. Yeah. Um, I mean irreversible. Uh and yeah, I mean Jacob Cogan plays his role so well. It's because of this movie that JJ Abrams wanted him to be young Spock in uh Star Trek. Which seems um,
0: weird because like Spock definitely is a little more emotional in that reboot, but he's not like mm-hmm. full blown psychopathic he is in this one. So
2: No, and, and this one's more, more this movie about like kind of like a dormant Mm. Um, evil, because Joshua's jealousy about his new sibling is what unleashes this, right? Yeah, and
1: That's what it seems like at least, yeah,
2: yeah. It feels like it's just like a, a little switch that gets turned on in Joe in Joshua's head that he's not the center of attention anymore. No. Uh, so, I mean, that drives him to. To make the the choices that he does in this this movie. Uh, And, I mean... I mean, I I think the three of them are are really good. Uh, The unsung hero in this is the uncle, Dallas Roberts. He's so great in this film.
0: Yeah, yeah, he really is. Um, Also, too, I mean, yeah, we're pretty much spoiled in the movie at this point. But I like the resolution of this movie because it's almost more realistic that instead of killing the dad or doing something like that, he would instead frame him and sort mm-hmm. of make him like, basically paint the narrative that he's the awful human being. And basically, you know, per, you know, I, I don't know if it's ever confirmed that he goes away to jail or anything, but I pretty like my interpretation of it as was at least that, yeah, he's not Sam Rockwell's not getting out for some time now, but, uh, yeah.
2: Which is why I love that line that he says to him. He says, No one will ever love you. Ugh. So perfect. Yeah. It so really, perfect.
0: It uh, cuts in deep. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why we chose it. It's freaking great. First time we watched this. When was the first time uh, you two watched this? I watched it for the podcast.
2: Nice. I I watched it as uh as a video store employee getting all the movies early. I saw this one, saw Sam Rockwell's name on it. And I was like, yep, okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I th- I mean, all four movies that we're recording today, I own every one of them. Nice. So. Nice uh,
1: uh that's that nice because i'll tell you what three out of the four i had troubles finding so <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i mean because this is another another one that there's no blu-ray for it they uh, and i doubt you'll ever see one like i think that dvd that bare bones dvd release is the only one you're gonna see
1: mm-hmm. i know and, and sam rockwell i didn't even realize he was in it um until uh, like i looked it up and saw what it was about and like when the movie started it was kind of wholesome because it opened up with Sam Rockwell uh, encouraging his son during a soccer game while there's like a really angry soccer dad beside him who's being like a, mm-hmm. a dick, basically.
2: Mm-hmm. And it,
1: it gave me like, um, oh, what is that movie? Is it The Way Way Back? Is that also the one? That oh, yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: I thought, oh, is this going to be like a feel-good dad movie where Sam Rockwell like has a demon child son, but like comes out at the end like little evil kind of kind of with um adam oh my god i'm totally blanking on his name mm-hmm. but where, where it's like it's more about the father-son relationship than it is about
2: mm-hmm. the demon
1: child but that totally did not end up happening with this movie no
2: no well and rockwell plays this role without nuance you know what i mean that which is so different from him because it's not your standard rockwell performance like i think he's so subdued and i, yeah. I think it just gives it a, a more grounded feeling to it. Yeah. Um,
0: he's, no. he's holding, he's holding back in a way, but not in a bad way. Like he's more can he dissolved into the film rather than being this kind of standout point about it. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, by the way, uh, Jacob Cogan, the, uh, actor in this, uh, he hasn't really been in much else since. No. Um, if you find him on Reddit, basically he's getting high and wondering why gifts can't be backgrounds on your phone. So <laughs> good question.
2: Weird. That's weird. I, I also wanted to note the music in this is done by Nico Muley, uh, who is, uh, he's a freaking collaborator, collaborator with Suffy and Stevens. Oh yeah. Uh, and he did the score for me and Earl and the dying girl, which is a fucking phenomenal movie. It's not horror but mm-hmm. it is such a celebration of just cinema in general that ev- uh, no matter what genre you love, there is something for you in that movie.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, got one email this week from George. He says, uh well, I'm actually looking at the wrong episode. Uh, look at David's email. He says, this movie makes me seriously consider a vasectomy. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs>
1: Like, even when you remind your child 50 times that you love them and you're here for them and they support you, they still might just want you dead or locked up in jail,
0: you know? Yeah, you're making a human being. Maybe this human being is Barack Obama. Maybe it's Donald Trump. You have no idea.
2: If you got to 2007 and haven't seen a creepy kid movie yet, then you haven't watched enough movies. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> there are definitely other movies that'll consider you chopping your dick off than this one.
0: <laughs> is mean, that what it
2: was? No, it's not. Please do not chop your dicks off.
0: No, please don't be like. You know what? I can go down to Mexico and get this done for twenty dollars.
2: They can do by laser now. I think.
0: I think so. Yeah. Pew pew. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's pretty much like the Death Star trench ride except. <laughs>
1: This okay. Every time someone says vasectomy now, I'm gonna think pew pew.
2: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna imagine that during surgery, uh, Harrison Ford flies in on the Millennium Falcon. And he's like, I got this. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. No. This is. There's definitely a lot of good Evil Kid movies. My one of my favorites is always gonna be The Omen. Um. Even though Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more, like, demonic possession, whatever. I I just, I mean, Damien is the quintessential evil kid. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I know there was once before it and obviously after it. But for me, like, in my mind, if I ever, you know, have a kid that's evil, they're going to look and sound like Damien. So, Um, but definitely um, Joshua is, he's not one of the best evil kids but he's up there for sure. You know, he puts in a good effort. Um, well, and,
1: and he sure. is like evil. Like his, his, he doesn't care who dies or like takes the blame for whatever he's doing. He has a goal. And he's gonna get there by any means necessary.
0: Yeah. And he really fucking hates his sister too. <laughs> it's almost like I get it. Like you know, whenever a new child is born, the older one will always have some little bit of jealousy there, but. They get to like extremes with this, but it's part of the fun of the movie. I think it's sort of like, oh yeah, he he definitely is not uh, doing too well with his uh, new sister around there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, okay, uh, what was uh, your favorite line in the movie?
2: Oh, that's kind of an easy one for me, and it's, I'll give you five dollars if let me throw a rock at you.
0: Yeah, that was creepy. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I think he, he also has some sort of line, and I can't remember the, where this is in the movie, but talking about um, when they're in the kitchen, and he's talking about how someone died in the house, and he's like, if you think about it, mm-hmm. someone has died on pretty much every inch of this planet. You know, dig mm-hmm. down anywhere, and you'll find bones. Like, <laughs> he, this is he's, he's not saying this as a warning. He's saying this as a hope one day that he'll dig down somewhere and find bones. That's what he's saying.
0: Yeah. I mean... <laughs> You mentioned this line earlier, but the nobody will ever love you line. It it mm-hmm. literally is like a hot knife right through the mm-hmm. butter. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. this kid's dastardly. But And the song
1: at the end that he sings on the piano, too. Like, right, mm-hmm. right before the, the freeze frame on the uncle's I face. I love
2: it. I oh. love that. I love it. Mm-hmm. So good. So creepy. Again, Dallas Roberts just killing it. Yeah. Killing yeah. it. Because he's so reactionary. Mm-hmm. Because he's the fun uncle, mm-hmm. yeah. And then by the end of it, he's like, he's next in line.
1: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I mean, the the kid is singing the song very overtly to make it seem like I want to be with you, and now you know why I killed my parents. Mm-hmm. So there's no <laughs> coming away from that. No, it, no. having a regular uncle nephew relationship.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, although now I have a follow up question. We were talking about evil kid in movies before. Would The Killing of a Sacred Deer be considered an evil kid movie?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean... Well
2: oh, evil teen.
1: Little, yeah, he's a little older, but I, I, it would fall under the umbrella, kind of. Okay.
0: So yeah. Sort of like, Yeah, kind of. I mean, I guess it's more of a revenge movie than anything, but I was like, I could make an argument that it would be a evil kid movie. Or evil teen, I guess, more specifically. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Best performance in this movie. I mean, it's got Cogan. a
2: kid. Yeah. yeah, Jacob Cogan. He's really, really good. As much as I pray, uh, heap it all on Dallas Roberts, uh, Jacob Cogan's the lightning rod
1: mm-hmm. in
2: this movie. Yeah. Um, and I mean, anytime, uh, I, anytime that you heap so much of the narrative on the shoulders of a kid, it could be the make or break. And I think Jacob Cogan is the reason that Joshua works so well uh and it's all, honestly the best thing that george ratliff has ever done in his career because mm-hmm. the only thing other thing he did was that welcome home movie with aaron paul and emily ratikowski which is not very good no
1: i, I like um vera formiga in this too mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm pronouncing that properly i think mm-hmm. her, the scenes that she does where it, it her character is exhibiting like uh postpartum psychosis or not psychosis but like she is really affected after the pregnancy and even there are scenes where she's like happy and smiling and nice, but as soon as the baby starts crying too much, or she feels like she can't control things. Uh, I I feel like her portrayal of that is really well done. Like she just kind of snaps suddenly. Um, and Mm -hmm. it was really
2: hormones. What moans? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also, nod to Fira for mega for that Rosemary's Baby Mira Farrow hair.
0: Yeah, she was making it work. Yeah, I. Um. Uh, yeah, best performance. Yeah, I. The kid for me is just like I don't know. He's so good in this. Mm-hmm. It's a shame he's not in much. I'm guessing he's probably in school right now or something. So it'll be interesting to see once he's you know back into acting what he does because. I mean, he has such a strong. I don't think this is his debut, but this is very strong, um, you know, performance in his career. So, be curious. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see where he kind of goes uh, next. So,
2: this is uh, a very New Yorker film, eh?
0: Oh yeah.
2: Like the feel of it is so concrete jungle, and I, that's what I really like about it as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah definitely you also i can imagine a psychopath like that living in new york so mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um okay um best kill in the movie can't even really remember any really
2: no
1: maybe the grandma because he, yeah. he, he did it and he got away with it and played inside of a bunch of people so that's probably got to be a pretty good kill
0: true yeah because i yeah because I mean, probably most people are thinking, "Oh, you know, she's grandma, whatever. She's, you know, natural causes." But yeah, no, he's just. Uh... Yeah, I guess that would be it. I didn't even think of that one, but yeah, that would be that would probably be my pick then
2: too. Um... And, and like, how easily he just like just shoves her. Mm-hmm. Like that's so creepy.
1: As she was coming, like she came up in horror because she saw he was going to push the the baby down. Mm-hmm. But then I think she was even kind of getting ready to almost comfort him afterwards, too. And then he, he immediately just, like, "Nah, by grandma, like, without even a thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I'm pushing somebody today. If it's not her, yep. it's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie also seems very kind of, like, anti-religion, too, because the grandmother is, like, an evangelical. So mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. seems to make a very hard, uh, hard stance against that. It's like, okay, well... I guess uh, somebody on that writing team was anti-religion,
2: so. (laughs) It's a, uh, yeah, well, I mean, at one point, it is a battle of ideologies, right? So, Mm -hmm. because the mom's Jewish, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they kind of, yeah, they make it, they make a little bit of that in the movie. I kind of wish that was maybe fleshed out a bit more, but.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry, keep going. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, it just reminds me that they were coming up and he is that, or they're talking about him being born again and things like that. And it always kind of stuck out to me because I was like, born again? He's like a kid. Why would you have, it just seems weird to have that terminology around a kid. But like for for the character, it makes sense because his sister was just born and she's getting all the attention. And so to him, born again could very, could make, maybe he thinks that's a literal thing that would happen, right? Yeah. Uh, But that just reminded me too, and it just reminded me how creepy it was.
0: Yeah. Um, Dumbest decision in this movie.
2: Uh, It's really. I don't think you ever want to believe that your child or your nephew is a monster.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And I mean, characters make good decisions. Sam Rockwell brings in a child psychologist for his son, that's a really good decision even if it doesn't end up working the way that he wanted it to, um, I wouldn't consider that a dumb decision still.
0: No, I think the only thing that was really kind of a bad decision is like, there's a point early on in the movie where Brad easily can kind of see where like, he's got his job that's sort of, you know, taking a lot of his time, you know, he's trying to, you know, take care of his wife and, you know, care for her. And then he's also got this son who's like freaking sociopath. And he's sort of just like, I can do this. And it's like, no, you can't, dude. you got to, like, fucking pump the brakes on this. But Mm -hmm. it is a very common thing for people to think, yeah, I can handle this. And obviously they can't. But watching the movie and sort of knowing how things end up, it's like, yeah, dude, you should have just, like, dropped the kids off at, like, I don't know, some corner market or something. Gone uh, gone away to Mexico for two weeks or something like that that's but that's really a bit of a stretch and you can kind of see where yeah he would try to make things work um and it, there's nothing wrong with that decision but it just when you're watching the movie you're obviously going to be like oh dude you you had your chance but it's
1: gone now. <laughs> yeah i wonder if maybe a dumb decision could be them not taking the grandma's help at the beginning because I remember they had a conversation, they have some sort of conversation where she's offering help or offering to get them a nanny. And they seem very intent on doing it themselves, which yeah. I think because they're undoing as
0: they go on. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I think it's uh, time to give us the score. What did you guys give us a score of?
2: Ooh, um, I believe I was sitting at a score of, I think it was seven or eight. Um,. It was a seven and a half. I really, really like Jacob Jacob Cogan's uh, preference in this one, and uh, yeah, as I brought before, it's a, it's a very New York feeling story. And Benoit Debbie shoots the shit out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's such a gothic nature to it, and I think that only comes from great cinematography and the location of New York City. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. for sure. Um... Uh, I don't even know. I I think I might go with one of my lower scores and give this a six. Going into it, I kind of thought, and maybe I, I shouldn't rely so much on my perceptions, but I kind of wish that there was a little more of a supernatural thing going on. But mm. I, I think I think that would, like that would have to be a completely different movie for that to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there were certain parts of this that I thought were either a little slow or maybe just could have had a bit more depth to them. Um, but I, I, I'm having a hard time kind of describing my low score. But that's kind of just how I feel. I feel a, a six fits for me.
2: Honestly, uh, I mean, if you look at the the way this was rated when it came out, like the Meta score is 69, percent which is good. It's in the green. The Rotten Tomatoes is 62, so it's the lower side of fresh. But the mm-hmm. audience score is 41. So it, I mean, there is a de- like a a de- de- degradation in in the the quality of it there. I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think your reaction to it is very, uh, it's, I I mean, I, I could see it.
1: Mm -hmm. And like, I love Sam Rockwell, but I don't know if he, he necessarily saves the score for me.
0: Yeah. That's the thing with him in this movie. Like he is a good actor, but I feel like this is a lesser Sam Rockwell movie. Like this is not one that you would mention in his like top five performances Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to say this is a bad movie. I'd probably Give it a seven out of ten i think mm-hmm. this is good i think there's some things holding it back uh i think there's a lot of strengths but it's just it's slightly muddled in its execution and sort of could have been done a little better but mm-hmm. the, the funny thing is is there are some really strong elements to this and I think when you're looking at those elements on by themselves and certain scenes by themselves, it works really well. But it's just as a cohesive movie, there is, is a few slip ups that sort of keep it from greatness. But
1: yeah, it feels like it could be just tightened up a little bit, maybe.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's my main issue with it. it. It's a good movie, but it's just not great per
2: se. You want to hear something weird about it? Is uh, the baby in the movie was actually Jacob Cogan's sibling. Oh, my gosh creepy
0: should i be a little yeah. worried about this this kid now like
2: <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know find him on rabbit reddit, reddit and ask him if uh, if he still has a sibling
0: i do find it funny that he made an account for an ama and then afterwards he was decided to just get high and ask people questions on reddit like oh, I'm really <laughs> i just find it hilarious like there's very in a world where people's uh well I would say quote-unquote celebrities. I know he's not the biggest, but like, you know, those accounts are monitored by PR staff and whatnot. It just seems kind of funny that that would just slip by and some, and he would just be like, yeah, I just smoked a bunch of weed. Why can't we have gifts as backgrounds on our phones? And it's like, this is great. You know, just do what you want. Like, um...
1: He's not wrong.
0: Yeah, we That's should know. Yeah, no, he's definitely not wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve, where can people find you on the internet there?
2: Yeah, I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Dead. You can find my website stevestebbing.ca, and then I am on uh, the Shift with Drex, a nationwide show here in Canada, and that could be found on the Chorus Radio Network in ten different cities. There you go. And I'm on. Sorry, Thursday is 11 p.m. Pacific.
0: Nice. And Taylor, where can people find you?
1: Uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter. My username is Circeana. Pretty much everywhere
0: nice uh yeah i'm over on twitter film critic kurt i'm over on letterbox fatal koala uh, you can find me over at Thringer nerds too where we do a bunch of content and uh yeah there's is oftentimes some poor content going up of one way shape or form so a lot of stuff on there until next time everyone bye for now